It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02, Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the Kent D. Overby track at Ann Arbor Huron High School, home of the River Rats, at 2727 Fuller Road in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, if you want to run faster, run faster. And never bet against the rats. Who are who are the rats competing against? Uh, like snakes? The pioneers, I think. You know, the oh. the white supremacists. Oh, I'd bet I'd bet against the white supremacists every time. Right. And and you know, the rats is probably they're probably just normal. It's just some derogatory some slur that they came up with. There's a Wesley Snipes movie where he's like, always bet on black and always bet against white supremacists. Yeah, you, that's your famous, you always, you're always talking about that Wesley Snipes. So quote. good. It's so yeah. good. Um, I love all this stuff, but yeah. I have something probably more exciting. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, there's, you know, I feel like there's never stuff you don't know about me, but then when I actually think about it, there's sort of a lot of stuff that you don't know about me. That man. I don't know about you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so is this just for me, or is this, like, are you, do our listeners already know this? Because they probably don't want to hear you telling I don't, them. As far so. as I know, most of them don't. Oh, okay, good. Well, let's, yeah. let's do it. But, okay. So, my, you... Probably comes as no surprise is I'd say between second grade and ninth grade, I had a pretty full career on the stage acting naturally. You did? I did. I did. Um, Actually, I didn't know that. Well, see, then I'll tell you the whole thing. In second grade, it was a big performance. It was, I believe, the 100th anniversary of the Statue of Liberty. Okay when France gave it to the United States. So uh-huh. my second grade class put on a play about the Statue of Liberty and Governor Thompson attended. Oh, wow. My second grade teacher somehow knew him. Wow. And it, the news were there and stuff. And I played along with Mandy, who was a girl in the class who traded off. We played the designer of the Statue of Liberty, August Bartholdi. Okay. Fortunately. I didn't have to learn French. Okay. Okay. Just a year or two later, I was the king in the play. And I got to say, let the royal celebration begin. But I think my big role, and I sort of consider this like a one-man show. Uh, As far as I know, for real, this was never done before and never done after I left junior high. Okay. So I was taking drama in junior high, and the drama teacher, probably like beginning of December, came up to me and said, Hey, would you like to be in a show about the Grinch who stole Christmas that we're going to do to the kindergarten? We're going to perform to like this kindergarten class. Uh huh. I was like, Sure. So it turns out it was me playing the Grinch and saying all the Grinch lines 
And then there was just a narrator that was just reading the parts where the Grinch wasn't talking. Yeah. So sort of it was like my own one-man show, in a way. And it was so successful that in eighth grade the next year was not even in drama class. We did it again. Okay. So I'm just letting you know, like this was obviously a huge deal. They loved it. The kindergartners. It was great. Well, if if you can get kindergartners to like something, you must be really good at it. Thank you. Thank you. My big slip up, there was some line about the who's and they would be like, their mouths will hang open for a moment or two. And the Grinch was talking about what he thought was going to happen when he found out that he ruined Christmas by stealing all their presents. Yeah. And I would somehow say something like they'll hang with their mouths open a moment or two as if they were being hung. Um, But whatever, like the meaning changes a little bit but it's fine yeah so yeah people people loved it um i was really into it and then in ninth grade i did the freshman play which was pretty good but then i did track and didn't do drama again so i've totally cut myself off from the creative world until just now you you could you did track so you couldn't do drama well, that sounds like kind of a cop out. Possible. I also did Model UN. Those are like my two things. That was like the fall, and then track was in January till the end of the year. I think you so track and Model UN. I think you need to. I think you need to start telling that story a little bit differently, saying that your acting became such a big part of your life that actually you were always acting and that allowed you to take on even more things like acting and running track or it's, I mean, model UN, whatever. I think, I, think, I mean, dork squad, whatever that model. UN. I think you're missing the point of the story, which is that my one man show was so good and people need to recognize that. So also when you said the the sculptor of the Statue of Liberty was August Bartholdi, yeah, yeah, that's that's. I have to give you a lot of credit. That's like the least French way you could say that, and the Thank most you. the most like like George W. Bush, George H. W. Bush, Aunt W. Bush, mangling. Thank you. They've both been names. normalized now because of Trump, so we can talk yeah. about them in a good way. Yeah, that's true. You're right about that. It definitely was Auguste. I, and it was, I He's dead. So and it was definitely Bartholdi. Okay. Bartholdi. Okay. Oh, Mad. I just swore. Oh, jeez. Matt, all right. Let's change the subject. So I'm looking at the Duke of Pipso... 2024 wall calendar limited edition right now okay and i was a little late but i did turn the page to february Mm -hmm. and i'm reminded first of all that this is one of the best candy holidays is in february it is yeah you know what tomorrow is president's day no according to the duke of pipso calendar tomorrow is february 14th and there's no other label on it oh yeah but best candy day tomorrow is Valentine's Day. We just it's not labeled on the calendar because Saint, Saint Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, 
So I thought we'd spend a little bit of time to talk about that. Okay. And I thought I'd like to kick it off. I sent you an email just before the show, Matt. Okay. Oh, let me open up my email here. Let's see. And it's a special Valentine I wrote for you. Let me just put my PIPSO1102. Enter. La, 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 la. Matt, you just said your password out loud. Click, click the envelope to begin. Someone has a crush on you, it says on the outside of the envelope. Oh. And a card came out. You're shrimply the best with shrimp on it. That's cute. Matt, happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you find love in all places as it is known to you. Peace in our time, Martin. Oh. I wrote that for you. Shrimply the best? Yeah, that was a big song. (laughs) You know I'm allergic to shellfish, right? I remember that now. Yeah. It's an electronic card, so it's You knew it then. You knew it. You knew it when you selected that deep down, obviously, because that's the message you were sending is now, you know, you just pulled something that could kill you out of this envelope. You wanted me to be scared. Matt, so. that's not the message of the card. Okay, well, what? okay, whatever. Shrimply the best. Right? Okay. That song? Yeah. No? Better than all the oysters. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Excuse okay. me, sir. Oh. Excuse me. Oh, hey, it Tam. It is me, Tamron. I have something for Valentine's Day. It's for Matthew. Oh. Oh. Well, okay, do you want to hear it? Sure. Thanks, mates. I wrote Matthew an acrostic. I really hope you like it. Matt. A cross stitch? Is it she made me some kind of No, I think like I think Cameron said acrostic. Oh. But is that kind of what is, what's that? I think that's you know where like the, they write like you know, Chaucer, and then they were like C is oh. for can't you know. I thought it was something know. from University of the South, like a secret code or something. No, he they would never sell, say, say that to you. Okay. Well, here we go. Hold on. M is for Matt, my favorite man. O is for amazing, which is what you are. T is for Tamram, which is my name. T is for Tyrion, which I will use against your enemies. H is for hero, and you mean everything to me. E is for Euronode, which is my operating system. W is for the wedding. It's set for June 11th. That's my birthday, Tamram. He you... left. I think he's gone. He... Have you ever been in one of those situations where you're like, I just have to get this off my chest, and then you just leave right away? So is ta- you said he. Tamram is a he? It's AI, Matt. Okay. I thought it was a woman. I don't know. Okay. You guys seem to have taken this pretty far. You guys. No, I. That's really lovely. Yeah, it's it's. I I really. I did he say Tyrolean? What what, would I think he said tire iron? Oh, tire iron. (laughs) That he was going to beat my his of my other suitors to death with. I think he said smite your enemies. Yeah. Well, it's the same. Okay. Huh. Um. That's really wonderful. Uh, Is it? That seemed a lot. 
like sort of extra. Well, why? What's you know? Look, why is it? It's not up to me to judge what other people you know how they feel about me, or what they what you know. Love is love to me. You know, I'm sorry okay. that to you, you know, you're you're so cynical, trying to find you know. Tamram, it's you know he's she's still or whatever is still learning about the world. I think that's pretty good for taking a first crack at human being attracted to a human by a computer. Okay, okay. I'm, I mean, just be careful. I don't want your heart okay. to get broken again. Why is she gonna throw shrimp at me? I don't know. I you well, seem you do, to be you not taking know. this seriously at all. Okay, it seems like you do know, but anyway. Okay. Seems like you know. Okay. Okay. So Matt, let yes. me change the subject here real quick, but sort of not really. Okay. Um, you did mention that you know Valentine's Day is one of the best candy holidays. Okay. But I found this to be true. A lot of the candy holidays, they get their own candy and it turns out to be not very good. Okay. Okay. Like what? You know those candy hearts that have the messages on them? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, the only, that's the only real Valentine's candy. So, yes. The chalk, the little pieces of chalk with sugar the, on them. The pieces of chalk with sugar on them. That's yeah. correct. Um, I would say even like chocolate hearts. Okay. Typically yeah, okay. are worse than just regular chocolate. I don't know if it's because we need to get a chocolate factory worker on here to get these questions. Okay. Is there, one, wa- is there, one, the is there one waiting to come on? I, I was just okay for AI anyway. So I I went and got some some Saint Valentine's Day candy for my daughter, and I got Sour Patch Kids hearts. So they're just you know, but like all the rest of the candy is just the regular candy in like a in a red box, you know, like. And the red, the red and white M and I guess that's different. I don't it's, know. It's just a, you know, it's just another hustle. It's just another, another way we're getting hustled. You know, because the regular Sour Patch Kids costs like, you know, just the regular price. But then for this holiday, they're twice as much. You know, maybe ah. to stamp them into the heart shape is a more you know they have to open a whole new oh yeah they hire a whole new workforce and it's yeah like elves you know and they live there year round okay valentine's day crew everybody get ready like oh we're so excited we've been working all year round yes yes and there's a a message here too that i don't want to you know people to not notice okay never change because if you change, the best you're going to do is just stay where you are, but it's probably going to be worse. Yeah. Look at the like the Sour Patch Kids. The Sour Patch Kids' hearts aren't better. No. They're at best the same, right? And maybe worse because they're more expensive. They just take the regular Sour Patch Kid and then cut cut a heart out of them and then throw the rest away. Yeah. So you're really getting less. 
I was at the Sour Patch Kids factory the other day on a fact-finding mission. Okay. And there was just there were probably three hundred um, urchins outside, you know, street kids. Yeah. And what they do is they take all the excess Sour Patch Kid waste. Okay. And then all the workers get on the roof, and then they like pretend to eat it, but then they really just like feed it to all these stray cats and laugh at the kids. Wow. That is so depressing. I know. I know. It's, well, we're, we're really, we're going back to the, well, we're already, we've gone back to the Gilded Age and we're trying to make, we're trying to see if we can make things twice as bad as they were then. It's called end stage capitalism. Yeah. And okay. just say, if you're listening to this and you're a lawyer, your time's up. Right. AI is coming for you. Yeah, in some cases it may already have. In your electric pickup truck. See how yeah, far seriously. you can get. Oh, he's going to... Quick, we got to chase him. He's going to get 80 miles away before it runs out of battery. Now when the grid gets shut down. Right. Yep. Anyway, that's a little too far afield for right now. Okay. I, I was going to get into a whole thing about the first Valentine's Day poem. Oh, yeah. It's Chaucer's Parliament of Fowls, but that's really could be another two or three episodes. Okay, I'll take so, your word for it. Yeah, please. Hope I didn't hijack anything. No, so that you I, couldn't read Chaucer to everyone. As usual, I just sort of hijacked myself. Isn't Chaucer written in like Old English or something? It is. So it'll it be is. like lock book, like it won't make any sense anyway. It's the same sound as old school modems when they dial up to the internet. That's okay. what it sounds like. Fair, fair. Yeah. Um, Matt, how'd you like to play America's favorite game? Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm thinking of a number. What number am I thinking of? Uh, 183. No, I was thinking of 33. Okay. Um, I'm going to go first. Much okay. like the 49ers, I just want to go. Yeah, I got you. So, you ready for 33? 33. Millard Fillmore. Uh, I think he's from Ohio. He was the president of the United States. Uh, I just, when you say his name, I always think that, like, he's... I think of like a old timey picture, but then with a person in like an old timey suit, and then but their face is just a duck, a duck's head. Because Millard makes me think of Mallard. Good answer. Good answer. Matthias the Apostle. Um. So that's actually um. I'm his namesake. Um. He was a uh, Slovenian um, uh, religious figure that lived in the Alps uh, and would go back and forth to Austria to deliver medicine and and like um, dried flowers and stuff to the people living in the mountains. And he did it so often that he he cut like a this this giant cavern through the mountains that you can see to this day from space. 
So if you're in outer space, you can see this tunnel. It's not through... a tunnel. It he he wore like a he wore like a cut in the mountains, like like instead of you know because he'd walk up and down and over. Right. Okay. And then finally, you know, like the Grand Canyon. Yeah. No, I misunderstood. Okay. I, makes total sense. Sorry, I don't. You know, I'm a visual learner. William Cavendish Bentink, Third Duke of Portland. Bentink? I think so. B-E-N-T-I-N-C-K. Um, I just think that Cavendish just has to be the best possible name for someone who's a snob. So, like, in my mind, like, like in Caddyshack, you know, like the snob people, like at the country club and stuff. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I don't know this, but I'm willing to bet you right now, with a hundred percent certainty, that there's someone in the script of the movie Caddyshack with the name Cavendish in it somewhere. I believe you're right. Now, Matt, this is sort of a special bonus round of thirty-three here. There is a theme that runs through all three of these people. Do you know what it is? Uh, they are um, they were all 33 years old when they died. That's actually pretty close, and I think it's technically, technically correct. So I'm going to give you that, but I wow. had... I had a different answer, but your answer is equally valid. Okay. Millard Fillmore was the 13th president. Okay. Matthias the Apostle was the 13th apostle. Got it. Once they kicked Judas out. And right. William Cavendish Bentink was the 13th prime minister of the United Kingdom. Huh. Interesting. Exactly. And as you know, today is February 13th. Correct. So you and I basically just played Wordle. Nice. Yeah. I hope we continue to do that again. Well, um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Just a second. Give me give me a couple seconds, Martin. Okay. So I get 33 ready. Hang on. So this will filter out this dead time okay, probably. I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay. Okay. Apparently it keeps it in the right. refrigerator. The name of the game is 33. 33. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Oh, that's called NATO. Um, it's essentially United States, Canada, and Europe. I know I'm probably missing a couple places. CETO uh, is another one. That's more interesting. The Southeast Asian Treaty Organization, but similar. Okay. Islamic Military Counterterrorism Coalition. So I believe they're against terrorism. Or they're countering it. Islamic terrorism. Right. Um, it sounds sort of like maybe there's like a TV show where people who used to be in the military get together like a modern day... Um, Anyway, so there's a group of like old military people who get together because they've decided they need to work outside the system to take down Osama bin Laden. Uh huh. 
So sort of like the A team, but set that's, in now nowadays. I was hoping you were going to say the A team. So I think that's that's what that is. Okay. Dwayne Prime. Johnson is in it. The Rock. Who? Rain the Rock. John- Dwayne Johnson. Oh, Dwayne. The Rock. Okay. And Kevin Hart. Okay. Primary. So they do everything together now. Okay. Since Jumanji. Okay, I I don't know when to start talking because you keep interrupting me. Jumanji as as Two I... is pretty. Anyway, sorry. Jumanji Two. Yeah, it's one of those like body switch movies. Where, okay. Like if you're like a nerd in real life, when you're in Jumanji, you're like the hot cheerleader. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Primary International Peaceful Settlement Organization. It's the prime directive from Star Trek. Do no harm. Um, See, I'm at in Jumanji 2, right? Have you even seen Jumanji 1? Not the Robin Williams one. No. No, I haven't. You have a daughter. You haven't seen either of those? No, thank God. Oh, man. So, yeah. The hot cheerleader becomes the nerd in Jumanji. I think she becomes like the professor who wears glasses. Okay. Okay. That's enough, okay? All right. Um, well, Martin, I think it's time for Hurrahs and Huzzahs. Perfect. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, by the way, you, you didn't have much to say about the PIPSO. I'm a little disappointed. I talked about the Prime Directive, and then I was thrown off because I feel like Obviously, Matt would have seen Jumanji in Jumanji 2, and then you didn't. Okay. So, um, whatever. And don't never assume that, you know, you think I'm going to like something, because that'll make me not like that. And you know it. Okay. You know it. Hurrahs and huzzahs is the last part of the show. Uh, Each one of us, each week, gets to give the hurrah or the huzzah. And we switch the next week. We alternate. Um, the hurrahs, the good one. The huzzahs, a bad one. In in Duke of Pipso world. Okay, because it has Z's in it. So right. Martin, you're you're up. You have the hurrah this week. So my hurrah this week goes to the CTA. That's the Chicago Transit Authority. And in general, I would say most people only give them huzzahs. And I'm not really sure nowadays if they've really, you know, made people want to give them hurrahs for very much. But I saw this idea and I was like, well, this is outside the box thinking, which they probably need. Did you know, Matt, now you can rent a private CTA train for parties or events? I thought only Santa could do that. Well, Santa could always do that, but now even us normal people can do it. Okay. So it's $3,000. Okay. uh, 35 people. And you can charter it and go around three hours. Wow. (laughs) And I was like, that's actually sort of a good idea, and they probably need the money. Yeah, that's a great idea. You can pay $3,000 to do something you could normally do for $2. That's that's awesome. Matt, this is end stage capitalism at its best, and I'm yeah. happy that the CTA is getting on board. Yeah, me too. Okay. 
Right. That's that's exactly what we need is we need all our we need mail, everything to just give up. So you're right. You know, I've never I've never doubted you, Martin. Never. Thank you. Thank you. So, again, I'm just saluting the outside the box thinking if someone wants to give them three thousand dollars to ride the train around, who am I to tell them? No. Yeah, no. And. You know, as far as I know now in the CTA, which is also a plus, there are no rules on the trains anymore. Okay. So you can have a good time and not worry about it. Well, what if you paid $3,000 to ride on a CTA car where they did enforce the rules? Then then the people might actually do it. Well, on Fox 32 Chicago, that's that's where I'm reading about this. It doesn't say what happens if that happens. Okay. Well, I hope this isn't going to be too much of a change in tone for you, but uh, I have a huzzah this week, Martin, and I'm giving it to the movie Spaceballs. Oh. Uh, Did you see Spaceballs? I have seen Spaceballs. So it came out in 1987. Um, It's a parody of, of a space opera, obviously, largely Star Wars. Um. And, um, you know, when I was reading about it, you know, there's some there's some funny stuff. The the Luke Skywalker guy is named Lone Star. Uh, Chewbacca is named Barf. You know, I don't know if that's that funny. Um, There's a droid named Dot Matrix. (laughs) That's what we used to call the kind of printer. People probably don't even know that anymore. When you when you had a print shop program, you could use that. Actually, that was a good printer for print shop. Uh, uh, yoga is yogurt, played by Mel Brooks, um, and the the force is the Schwartz. Now, and Darth Vader is dark helmet. There's a bunch of other gags. There's there, it when you read when I read about it, it sounded funny. I just want to say, though, that when I was in seventh grade and the movie came out, I I did not find it funny. I found it crass and like it was it was ruining like I wasn't that into Star Wars. I was not nearly as into like I didn't have that many toys or anything, Star Wars toys or anything. But I, I liked the movies, but. I just thought, why? Why are they picking on? You know, it's this. Just isn't funny. The gags are so over the top, and you know, Dom DeLuise is in it. Like, I mean, you know, he's like in every corny '80s movie I can think of. Like, it just didn't. And then I started to think, you know, does this does this mean that I'm not funny? Like, because Mel Brooks is objectively one of the funniest people I've ever scene and when i was a much younger kid i saw a movie he made called to be or not to be which was a remake but it was hysteric i i thought it was hysterical and it was had nazis and like it was a way more like deep deep you know the comedy was ran a lot deeper in that movie uh why did i not like like space balls am i just not am i just not funny so I guess maybe I'm giving myself a huzzah a little bit for, for not finding the humor in Spaceballs. But I will say this, and this is really where I want to go with this. It turns out that the 
person that uh, takes all the credit for Tesla, uh, I can't remember his name because he's such a moron. Elon no. Monk. Yeah, uh, Elon Musinex. Um, so he named the like the like modes, like the speed modes in his stupid cars that are not well put together and will kill you if you don't actually drive them um, with your hands. He named them after the uh, like things that were in Spaceballs. So there was ludicrous speed and then plaid speed. And this came from uh, Spaceballs, but uh, Elon uh, Mollusk took took that and you know because he's so funny he's not funny so actually i think i was right anyway huzzah to the movie space balls i with my apologies to mel brooks it's okay you can't bat a thousand yeah hey we'll see everybody next week okay bye